Welcome to EASO Podcasts. We're very pleased to have with us Professor Tanya Chufer for our podcast on how to join an international research coalition. Thank you, Professor, for being with us here today. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello to everyone. Uh, my name is Tanya Chufer. I'm medical oncologist, professor of oncology at the Medical Faculty, University of Ljubljana, Slovenia. Uh, it is my privilege uh, to uh, be invited to discuss with you about the international uh, clinical research. In my career, I had the opportunity and honor to participate in multiple international clinical trials. Uh, I published a lot of articles and also had the privilege to chair ERTC Breast Cancer Group for one mandate. So I'm really happy to answer to your questions. Thank you. So Professor, can you tell us what are the first baby steps recent oncology graduates can take in order to advance their international careers? Uh, oncology is a rapidly evolving field of medicine with novel developments and knowledge appearing, uh, appearing almost every day. Uh, therefore, oncology fellows and residents uh, regularly attend uh, multiple international educational events and meetings, uh, which offers them an ideal opportunity to meet with international peers and to establish first international connections already at the very beginning of their career. Uh, by becoming a member of uh, international scientific societies such as ESMO or ASCO, you can get additional opportunities. For example, by participating in specific programs and committees dedicated to young oncologists, you can uh, express and show your dedication to global oncology uh, and international collaboration already at the very beginning of your uh, career. Uh, in addition, there are specific leadership programs existing led by ESMO, SICOC and other societies at which young uh, oncologists can learn how to establish uh, a successful international uh, career. Also, the College of European School of Oncology and uh, their corresponding programs provide participants with uh, leadership and uh, international uh, cooperation and collaboration skills and knowledge. Um, please note uh, that for international career, it's very important that you start with clinical research already at the beginning of your career and residency. That enables you to present your data at international conferences and meetings. And by doing so, you can discuss your research uh, with most renowned international researchers and mentors uh, at the beginning of your career. And this gives you a very nice opportunity uh, for further international uh, collaboration and work. I see. And what would you suggest as a substitute if one's own country doesn't provide the proper training for conducting research? 
certainly, uh, you need to put your uh, all your efforts, and you need to stimulate your colleagues and mentors to establish at least a basic information uh, and education on uh, clinical research during your educational program and fellowship. However, if this is not possible, there are many international courses which provide opportunities uh, to learn how to perform clinical research. Uh, for instance, ASCO, International Affairs Committee, established a specific international clinical trials workshop, uh, which offers participants to learn the basic uh, principles of the methodology of uh, clinical uh, research, basic statistics, ethical issues, and you can also learn how to build a successful research team, uh, which is very important. Uh, these courses are, uh, are actually organized in collaboration with regional oncology societies uh, and are dedicated mainly to less developed regions like Central Eastern European region and South America. Uh, during the last decade, uh, we organized a few ICT workshops uh, in my region and that have uh, helped us to boost uh, clinical research substantially. So it's really important uh, to bring such courses to your region, to your country, and thus uh, allows this allows you also to uh, enable a wider uh, participation at such courses. So uh, in doing it locally, also basic scientists, nurses, pharmacists, and other staff members can join such courses and learn how to perform uh, research and become competent, which is really very, very important. Uh, to organize such a course locally is also very important to promote clinical research, not only uh, among the doctors and scientists, but also about uh, um, between other uh, professionals like pharmacies, nurses, and also in the lay public. So please uh, make it really uh, such courses regional and local. Uh, in addition, um, you need to know that there are some other courses are going, uh, organized by other uh, scientific societies available. And there is one very important uh, and advanced workshop on methods on in clinical cancer research, which is organized on a yearly basis by ERTC, ESMO and AACR. This workshop is a really exceptional opportunity for young oncologists to meet and network with a really elite group of junior clinical researchers and international uh, renowned mentors. And during this six-day program, you get access to various educational materials and tools that enable you to uh, establish your own protocol during these six days. It's really uh, a wonderful uh, experience. Uh, it's a very competitive application process uh, for that workshop, but I I strongly recommend to all young oncologists to apply for it. Very interesting. And do you think it's advisable and or plausible to take a break from clinical work to do research abroad? Uh, definitely, yes. 
by doing so, uh, you do not get uh, only the knowledge and skills on how to conduct uh, clinical research, but you also establish uh, a very valuable network for your further clinic, uh, international collaboration and activities, and you get additional knowledge that can be transferred back home. Uh, there are many uh, short-term research programs and educational international fellowships available. Uh, however, I strongly recommend to young oncologists and residents uh, to apply for a longer training programs. With the longer uh, training uh, programs lasting at least one year or maybe even two years, uh, you have the opportunity to perform your own clinical research at the host institution. Uh, only by performing your own research under the mentorship of renowned international mentor, you really get a good insight uh, and skills on uh, how to conduct clinical research. And not only how to conduct, but also how to publish the results and how to collaborate within the international research team, which is very important. Uh, there are many fellowships available, such as uh, European School of Oncology training program, ISMO, UICC fellowships, as well as different fellowships programs uh, across uh, Europe and USA. You just need to apply for such uh, fellowship. Uh, you might not uh, pass at first uh, try, but be persistent, please. Uh, sooner or later, you will succeed and you will have opportunity to spend one, two years abroad and you will get a really extreme knowledge and also a network of uh, future collaborators around the world. Um, and please be aware that going abroad uh, as a research fellow does not mean a break from clinical work at all. Clinical researchers, especially young uh, ones, are usually highly involved into everyday clinical work at the hosting institution. And uh, this gives you an excellent opportunity uh, to get acquainted not only with the clinical research, GCP and uh, such practices, but also you have insight and you get knowledge about the best uh, uh, standard practice, everyday uh, clinical practice that can be transferred then back home to your patients. And that's why going abroad is really extremely important. And what do you think? Can a person from one country join a coalition of centers in order to conduct a joint study? Uh, sure. Uh, you can uh, always join other research networks, but of course you need support from your own colleagues and institution at home. Uh, academic international research groups such as ERTC are very open for new members. Um, but you need to fulfill some requirements at home institution. For example, you need to have a pathology department with required expertise and facilities. Then you need um, properly educated research nurse staff. You need a properly equipped pharmacy. 
and some other requirements uh, need to be fulfilled. Um, I can assure you that this is not so difficult. Uh, if there is a commitment, you will always find a way and uh, resources to build such a team. Uh, in case of limited resources and possibilities, you may simply start with less demanding uh, clinical trials, such as phase three trials or maybe observational trials, real world data, which are more and more important, and then move to more demanding research uh, later on. Uh, if you work well and diligently, you will quickly get a chance also to, to participate in designing novel protocols, in development of novel protocols, uh, and also you may get a leading role in the academic group. Uh, for example, by very dedicated and successful participation in some very important pivotal trials such as Amaro's Mindduck. I got the honor and uh, the chance to chair ERTC breast cancer group for one mandate uh, 10 years ago, which was really a wonderful experience for me, my team and my colleagues to really uh, learn how to not only perform, but also uh, lead the uh, clinical research group and uh, academic uh, network. Uh, what you need uh, to avoid uh, is to become just a provider of material or data for large non-academic trials. Please be aware that young oncologists, young residents need to be involved into the work of the academic research group. Academic research is where you need to get skills and get your knowledge. And um, clinical uh, trials in oncology should be performed, of course, in close collaboration of academia and pharma. However, uh, the design of the trials as well as the data, data analysis and publishing should always be in hands of academia. Please uh, be aware of that and uh, this is simply what we owe to our patient and to oncology societies. That's an interesting viewpoint, thank you. And our last question for today, do you believe networking is a key to globalization of science? Uh, science, especially oncological ones, has always been uh, global, uh, but networking uh, surely increases uh, collaboration and what is most important, the exchange of uh, knowledge globally and uh, makes it easier to bring best practices to everyday um, practice in uh, each part of the world. But this extremely important for a proper cancer care, for improved cancer care and good survival rates, what we want to achieve with all our cancer care uh, efforts. Mm, uh, let me remind you that the survival rates of patients treated at cancer centers with international cancer research and uh, international clinical trials um, are uh, have better survival rates compared to the survival of patients treated outside such centers. And therefore, uh, this is really a strong uh, argument uh, to recommend uh, to every young oncologist, every family 
fellow uh, or a resident to go abroad for training, to get international connections, participate in international research and science, uh, and transfer these novel uh, developments and knowledge back home to their routine clinical practice when they uh, when you return only by doing this you will really um, you will you will really um, increase the survival of your patients at home and uh, you will uh, really um, make all the best to each of your individual uh, patient you are seeing in everyday clinical practice Thanks again for being here with us and sharing all your insights. We appreciate it, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Please remember to follow us on social media for information regarding our upcoming podcasts. Thank you.